This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 200 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today it's Tag Collision. We have Alicia Hanall. Alicia, how the heck are you doing? I'm doing pretty good for a Wednesday in the middle of the week. Making it through another day. Yeah, well, this this is a monumental moment. So this would probably be the highlight of your day, episode two hundred, a milestone. Right, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> and I think we picked the perfect business business for it uh, because, as I was sharing with Alicia, but not our listeners, uh, Barb actually brought her car in. I guess about a week and a half ago to tag. Yep. And I was just sharing with Alicia. It's it's had a dent on it for way too long. And uh, I said, I cannot figure out where that dent used to be on Barb's car. Even when she points to the exact spot, I look at her and say, there's no way there was a dent there. I mean, you guys did an amazing job. So let's share the tag collision story with the world. So tell us about tag collision, Alicia. Um, well, we've been in business for three years now. Um, my husband, Tim, has been basically grew up in the car business up in Chicago. His dad owns a shop up there. Um, he moved down here to Florida about 14 years ago, and I got involved in the business probably about six years ago. Um, started working at the front desk for another shop and um, just a lot of the shops around here in the area now, you know, they're all major corporations. You have Gerber, you have Caliber. Um, there's not so much of that small town kind of feel anymore to body shops. And, um, a lot of my customers find that when they do go to them, you know, you're kind of just treated like another number, just another car. And so we wanted to start something that, you know, when people come in, we take into consideration, you know, not just their car and the damage and here's your estimate, here you go, but actually bringing back kind of that, that small town feel of, you know, actually looking at each customer's situation, you know, okay, what, you know, what their deductible is, what insurance company, what happened and really just trying to make the process for them as smooth as possible. You know, um, sometimes we have customers that they, you know, have to arrange rides back and forth. That's something that we do for them. You know, um, we'll drop you off when you drop off your car back to your house and then pick you up when it's all done. Um, So that's really kind of how we got started. Um, Three years ago, we had a different building than we have now. We had a lot smaller space. So this year we uh, were able to finally upgrade and we have new offices that we were able to, you know, paint to our colors. But that's really what we we pride ourselves on is just the actual, you know, the customer experience itself. and so that that's really kind of where we come from and what our goals are um and of course our goals are to always have you wondering where that dent was and not being able to find it (laughs) (laughs) oh you nailed it absolutely and i mean it sounds like that the car world is in both your blood and tim's blood i mean in fact you Mm -hmm. mentioned again that tim is actually out for the next couple of days uh, yep. in an education program. So you guys are always learning. Yep, and finding that's it. right. Yeah. There's, a, there's a million different courses and things out there. Um, you know, he has uh, his certifications in ICAR for all of painting and welding and stuff like that. Um, and what ICAR is, is it's actually an, a nationally recognized standard for um, repairing cars. Um, it's recognized by most of your, your big insurance companies and et cetera. Um, so it's a a good thing to have. And you know what, you're right. You touched on, 
there's there's always something to learn in this business, especially every year when they make a new car. There's always some kind of a new technology now, uh, some kind of a new gadget or something. So we're we're constantly learning. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and again, that was the other piece that I was impressed with because I know in Barb's case that the initial uh, work was for the dent, mm-hmm. uh, but there there were other issues going on with the car that that. She was pleasantly surprised to hear, oh, you do this work too, the electronics. Yep. And, and uh, yep. so, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Nice to have that one shop uh, stop. And uh, uh, so that leads us to Alicia myths. Do you, what do you hear? Are there myths in the kind of the collision? Yeah, there, world? there are a couple things. Um, it kind of more has to do with kind of on the insurance side of it. Um, you know, a lot of people, of course, their their first thing when they get into an accident is they're going to contact their insurance company um, or the other person's insurance company if they're at fault. Um, one thing about Florida is Florida is a not at fault state. Um, so it's a little different than other states. Um, one thing in Florida, though, is if you do get rear-ended, the person who hits you from behind, <clears throat> excuse me, is responsible for that damage. So at that point you would go through their insurance company. Um, really the kind of myth to it is, is when you call your insurance company, they will usually try and um, direct you to go to a specific shop. And a lot of people think that they have to go to whatever shop it is that their insurance company says that they have to go to or tries to send them to. Um, and you don't have to, you have a right um, to take it to whatever shop it is that you want, no matter who your insurance company is or their insurance company is. Um, basically how that works is, um, uh, insurance companies have what they call DRPs or a direct repair facility for, for shops. Um, and really all that is, is a, a deal between them, kind of like a, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Hmm. Um, they try to get their customers to go there because they're feeding work into that shop. And in turn, the shop has like a cheaper labor rate for the insurance company. So the insurance company saves money and the shop gets fed work. Um, and they, they really try to push for that. Um, but like I said, that that's one of the kind of, one of the myths is, uh, people think they have to go to wherever their insurance says, and they really don't, they can take it anywhere they want. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's great to know. And again, at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you're driving around in a car that you, you like and Mm -hmm. life happens. And what I love about you guys, again, family owned, you really take care, you know, it's probably many ways as much artistry as it is, you know, the mechanics and the technical side versus, and and I'm sure there are big jobs out there that have qualified people, but, uh, you know, having my own family business with Barb and I, uh, with our health clubs and all that, you know, you just, (laughs) we took the business home with us every single day Oh yeah. Weekends, <laughs> holidays, you know? Absolutely. And, and, and that's the difference you get with a with a family business. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there are know. times actually I had I had somebody call the other night and um, you know, I, I try to leave the work phone at work when I leave at five o'clock, but um if somebody calls after five o'clock and my work phone rings and it doesn't get answered, it actually forwards over to my personal phone. Um and so the other night I was actually in the middle of making dinner for the kids. We actually, we had all the kids there. So it was a little bit crazy. I had all seven of them there. <laughs> and wow. um, yeah, I know we, we, we're starting our own football team. I think sometimes, 
But um, I was in the middle of making tacos and somebody called and just, you know, wanted to know about coming in to get an estimate and what our hours were. And I just happened to be, you know, in the middle of cooking, answered the phone and it was a customer and I was able to say, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not there right now. Um, so I can't really, you know, write an estimate for you over the phone or anything. I'm actually at home making tacos. But if you want to come in tomorrow or give me a call back in the morning, send me over some photos, you know, I'll, I'll be able to help you then. So you you really do take that work home with you. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that goes such a long, long way when you actually call a business and you get a person. Mm -hmm. And in fact, and an automated system. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 So, uh, and again, a, a, another plug and this, this just happened by the way, for our listeners that we, um, had work done just a, a week or two before. And then, you know, here we are doing the interview, but I know we couldn't get there because of our crazy schedules until I guess it was around six o'clock mm -hmm. and you guys were already closed. But again, you made a, a nice little arrangement with Barb to make sure I, I think Tim, yeah. Cause I, I saw Tim, he, he yep. hung out there and uh, that's He's why a he workaholic. Was He's always here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So when you guys aren't involved in the business on a day-to-day -day basis, what are you doing for fun? My guess it probably revolves around seven kids, but I'll let you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it does to a certain extent. Uh, the, the older three are a little hard to get a hold of. They're 21, 18, and 16, you know, so they, they all have their own lives, and you kind of have to pull a couple legs in a few years to get them to come uh -huh. over for dinner, but it works every once in a while. Um, but we um, really... Uh, you know, like you said, it kind of focuses around the kids. We'll go to the pool. I have a nice pool in my community at home that I live at. Um, if I get to sneak away for a little bit, um, I actually like to go book shopping. I collect, uh, I collect books. So that's my, oh, my thing that I do. Um, Tim, when he's not working, like I said, he's a little bit of a workaholic. I've been trying to get him to actually take some weekend time off. Cause even though we're open on Saturdays from nine to noon, He's usually here Saturday and Sunday and, you know, <laughs> fiddles around and does whatever it is that he does while he's here. But uh, he likes to take the jet ski out. That's that's his peaceful time by himself. Okay. You know, no kids, no noise, just kind of getting to be outside and enjoy the wonderfully hot Florida sun that we have this <laughs> year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really it. Other than that, the, the normal um, home cleaning, cooking, kids watch movies. We actually, uh, I did that with my kids this weekend. My, my mom swapped off a couple of the kids for me on Saturday and Friday night. So each time I got time with one-on-one -on -one with them. And so we each watched, picked out a movie and hung out upstairs, you know, in mom's room and watched it on the big screen, ate popcorn, all that wonderful stuff. Neat. Mm -hmm. Neat. Good for you. So if there was one book, forget about price or anything that would could just magically appear in your collection, what would that be? Um, if there was one book, it would actually be, um, it's not, it's a book now, but it wasn't quite so much a book when it was first published was, uh, I could never say the name, it's a German author, um, but it is Crime and Punishment. Um, mm -hmm. It was originally written as 13 um, uh, newspaper stories um, back hmm. in, I think it was, God, I think want to say 16 or 18 something. Um, and so it was published as 13 separate sections in the newspaper. But if you can actually get an original copy of one of those publications, um, I think I hooked it up online a couple of years ago. It's like 20 something thousand dollars. But um, it's one of the original publishes, uh, publications in English. 
Um, I would like probably fall over dead in my house if I could ever get my hands on that book. It would be like, put it behind glass, a prized possession, nobody breathes near it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Very cool. So Alicia, how about uh, from a hardship standpoint, something that looking back, you say, hey, it wasn't any fun, certainly, but I was able to uh, make it through. I survived. I'm stronger for it. What comes to mind? Um, a couple of years ago, we uh, we were looking to try and learn how to uh, build business credit. Um, we, of course, all know how regular credit works and business credit kind of works about the same way. But uh, we, you know, how you get you get phone calls all the time from people who want to give you loans or do this, that and the next thing. So we'd, we'd had um, a company give us a call and wanted to do um, like a working capital loan with us. Um, and we had no idea how that worked. I mean, of course, they explained everything to us and, you know, uh, set up one side and down the other that they reported to the credit bureaus and et cetera. And um, come to find out, they do not. <laughs> um, but it kind of ended up, we ended up getting kind of stuck in this, um, uh, for back of a letter word, like hamster wheel with it. Um, you know, that works to where they give you a certain amount and the payments come out daily, Monday through Friday, whatever that amount is. Um, and when we got like kind of towards the end of one, everything was going good so far. And they're like, oh, you know, well, we can, we can do a second loan for you. It'll take care of the balance on the first one and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the way that it kind of worked behind the scenes, it didn't necessarily pay off the first one. It just kind of moved it over into the second one. So it was really confusing. Um, and it ended up being really hard for us because uh, we ended up with, um, I think it was like two different loans going at the same time. And the way it ended up working out, it, it wasn't helping us, um, you know, because there are some days where, you know, I might have a lot of money in the bank, but then I go and I mm -hmm. order $6,000 in parts and I don't have that money in the bank the next day. Right. Um, so it became really difficult to actually manage that everyday daily payment. And, um, you know, we <laughs> ended up working through it. Um, we just decided, you know, hey, we will just let it, you know, run its course and run out. And um, that ended up being kind of hard for a little bit. But when it was all said and done, and we were out from under it, you know what, we we learned a lesson. <laughs> we yeah. learned never to do that again. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I'd say that was probably one of our biggest hardships. And then, you know, of course, this year, you've had everything that's happened with COVID. Um, we're very fortunate we are a um, what do they call it? A necessary business. So we did yep. get to stay open through all of it. Um, mm. Luckily, we have, you know, a, a very good repeat clientele. So we did stay relatively busy, um, mm. but definitely slowed down quite a bit at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. And so yep. far, we've managed to survive that. I, uh, I always tell everybody, uh, I must be doing something right. I haven't managed to fall on my face yet. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and doing something right some days is just like when you guys are struggling with that situation is getting out of bed and yeah. continue to do what you do so well and having faith, right? That exactly. you get through it. Yeah. That, that's something mm -hmm. we kind of tell each other whenever we end up in any kind of like a difficult situation is, you know, that somehow, some way in the last three years since we've opened, it always works out. Yep. Yep. Uh -huh. That's great. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Um, 
I would guess to say, uh, I mean, we're, we're pretty, pretty open and honest with everything about our business. Um, but in particular, um, you know, my Tim is a, a veteran, so we are veteran owned and operated. Um, you know, we do do veteran discounts, um, along with, you know, we, we always try to listen and adapt to each person's situation. Um, but I would say that would be one thing. Um, another thing I would say would be that, you know, we, we are always here. Um, uh, another availability that we have that a lot of businesses don't have is um, that my wonderful work number that I have, the 888-000 yeah. number is actually a cell phone. So you can text that number as well as call it. Um, <laughs> I love that, that phone number. That is so cool, that number. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say those would be the biggest things. Um, you know, yeah. we're we're always open and here if we can help in any way, even if, you know, like uh, somebody's not bringing our car to us, but they have an estimate from somewhere else and they just want it explained or, you know, have any questions. If I can, I will answer them for you. Um, even yeah. like I said, even if you're not bringing your car here to us, yeah. we're really just here to help out and answer, you know, any questions in the industry that we can for anybody. Yeah. That's awesome. So Alicia, how would our listeners uh, find you, learn more about you? Where should we send them? Um, Google is always the best place to start. Um, you can just Google tag collision. Um, it'll pull up down here in Naples. Um, we also have a website, which is tag collision um, SFL, if I remember right, South Florida. Cool. Um Actually, uh, the one I see is just FL, but you oh, might have it's FL. Okay. Yeah. It is just FL then. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a good place. You can reach us through there. Um, we're obviously, we're on Yelp as well. Um, I actually get a lot of different questions through Yelp. Um, mm -hmm. Or you can always come down and see us. That's really, honestly, probably the best way, especially, you know, if you're looking to get an estimate. The best thing for us is to be able to see your car in person. Yeah. Um, that allows us to, you know, give you the most accurate estimate possible. Um, so, or you can call me at that, uh, 239-888-0000. I promise it's a real number. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that would, uh, be the best ways to get a hold of us and we're always here. Terrific. Well, Alicia, thank you again for, uh, sparing some time here i know it's precious for you guys uh, with all you have going on and um again for our listeners definitely two thumbs up if i had three or four thumbs i'd put them all up for uh, tag uh, collision and alicia and tim thank you thank you for listening to the good neighbor podcast to nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show go to goodneighborpodcast.com that's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105